So, Michelle. So, David. Oh my God, it's the end of the year. I know. Thank How did we God. get here? I know. <sighs> Look, a, a break from you. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, I'm just looking for a break from everything. I'm really tired. <laughs> oh, it's so hard in your blanket fort. My little blanket fort. It's so warm. It's warm in there at the moment, which is good because God knows what's going on with the weather here. Yeah. Uh, look, it, we're doing bite size at the moment. This is our last one. Last hurrah for 2022. Yes. And we're going to have some little bite size. Snackables. Because you're going to be full after Christmas. Yeah. So you just need a little snack. <laughs> just a little snack to tide you over. Yeah. So, yeah, this is just a quick little story mm. that sort of happened just a couple of weeks ago. Yes. About... Victor Boot. I know. And Brittany Griner. I know. Let's swap a basketball player for an arms, arms dealer, dealer. Known as the Lord of War. Or the Doctor Death. Yeah, Doctor Death. I know. <laughs> so many, so many nicknames. So many nicknames, so little time. And now the the whole thing about it is, I mean, if you've seen the Lord of War with Nick Cage, that's meant to be based on his life. Mm. But essentially, Griner was a women's NBA player who yes. went to Moscow and was caught with a vial of hashish oil in her luggage. Yeah, so she'd been in Moscow. She'd been playing for some Russian yeah. local teams yeah. and she was kind of travelling while she was around there and that she had a vape cartridge yes. with Hashwell, which yeah. isn't unusual for people because that is legal in America. Yeah, yeah, it is legal in America and it's also good as an analgesic, I understand. I, yeah. I've been led to believe that it's very good for you if you suffer from pain. He says as he smokes his vape pipe. <laughs> So the whole thing is she got busted for that mm. and, of course, high profile. Very high profile. Look, the, it was a combination of being African-American, mm-hmm. also being from the LGBTQI community. Yep. So, look, it was always going to get a lot of eyes on her. High profile, African-American, yeah. LGBTQI. Kind of like plus ticked all the boxes, basically. And a drug addict. Yeah, well, of course, because that's addict. how they're going to frame it. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like it literally ticked every box in Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Card. Now she got nine years in prison. Nine years. Right. And and was sent to a gulag. Yeah, and she, she went through the whole tragedy. So the Americans, of course, said, we mm. really like our basketball player back, please. And can we have the vape cartridge as well because we've got a party on Saturday. Yeah. Basically, and the Russians went, good, we want Victor Boot back. Yes. Now they had tried to get Brittany Griner and another... Paul Whelan. Paul Whelan back. Ex-Marine. Yes. So they were trying to get the both of them back yep. and swap them for the one. Yep. But no, Rush was like adamant. Yeah, they were adamant. You're not getting Paul Whelan back. No. He's under espionage charges. Yes. Now, the interesting thing is, of course, there's been a lot of ructions, particularly from the right side of politics in America, going, yes. how dare you leave Paul Whelan and bring this stupid basketball player back? But it's a completely different scenario. Not only is it a different scenario, the interesting point that everybody that countered mm. that argument with online, particularly, was... Um, yeah, Paul Whelan has been there for several years, like when your guy was president yeah. and he did, like, nothing about exactly. it. Exactly. So, I mean, even Trump got up and said, you should have brought Paul Whelan back, to which everyone went, shut up, you didn't move on. Yeah. So, Boots, a really, really sinister character. He mm. started out, he was in the Russian army, got to the rank of lieutenant, and then, of course, the Soviet Union collapsed. And he just happened to have access to a lot of surplus weaponry and also a few air wings. Mm. Right, He was selling fighter aircraft. Right, so this guy went from being a lowly lieutenant in the Russian army to one of the richest men, the Bill Gates of arms dealing, they called him. Right, so 
the whole a war profiteer. A war profiteer, fingers in everybody's pie. Yep. The oligarchs of Russia loved him. He supplied the Taliban. He supplied Sierra Leone, the Congolese. Mm. You know, if there was a little war going on somewhere with an AK-47 in it, yep. it was probably for him. And he, to be honest, he wasn't really serving a lot of time in a US jail. It was 25 years. Yeah. Now, for something that he was doing, for what he was doing, yeah. 25 years is a think, drop in the ocean. Yeah, you kind of think, mm. just lock away, throw away the key. Yeah, so he was he was 12 years into 25 years. Yeah, so he's 12 years into 25 years. Now, here's the interesting thing. The Russians, like, he did a victory lap in the plane. Oh, they would have loved him. They loved him. They would have loved him. Oh, my God, look what we've done. We've yeah. brought Victor back. And also the swap to me had all the hallmarks of a spy movie. Mm. They did the trade in UAE, Abu yep. Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. And, at um, the airport. At the airport, and it was in a hangar, and you watched the two of them kind of walk past each other. Yeah, now, that's an interesting thing, and we're going to have a little chat about this mm. later on, uh, not in this episode, one of our bite size. But the thing is, it used to be places like Helsinki mm. or Reykjavik, places like up north where it's cold, yep. and you'd have three hotel rooms. And they were hotel rooms that you were linked by doors. Right. And the old trick was you'd have, you know, the Russians on one side, the Americans on the other, or the British or whoever it is they were trading and the, with. And the middle one was neutral ground. Middle one was where they swapped. Right. right. So the doors would open, everyone would stand there, and the people would walk across the room. Yeah. Right. That, that was what the, the typical sort of prisoner exchange scenario. Because, I mean, they always have them, I think, what was it, White Knights with... Uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov, yes, who was captured and yep. finally released, and they had it. Oh no, it was the black dancer that was with him who was sort of tortured. And they did a prisoner exchange for him in a dark forest in Germany somewhere. No, yeah. they don't do that. They no. generally do it. Everyone likes to be comfortable for these. Yes, things. right. So yeah, Abu Dhabi was the the location. The swap was made. Now the other thing the Russians have done is they've basically used it as a propaganda coup by saying, "Look what we've done." Mm. We don't leave our guys behind, but you'll leave your Marines, you know, while yeah. in our prison. Which is like the American side went, we did ask if you'd give him back, but you won't. The other side of the coin, though, is what value is Victor Boot anymore? Yes. He's been in prison for 12 years. And a lot of people brought up the uh, point which I think is very valid. Mm. It's are we going to be open to doing deals? Because the Russians now see the value in certain people. So are they going to have their eye on people who are travelling through Russia and just decide to like, oh, no, you're arrested for something? You're pretty high profile. We find vial of something in your bag. Arrest for 10 years. It kind of sets a really bad precedent in that regard. Now. I mean, here's the thing. Prisoner exchanges have happened, I mean, God, since, you know, Adam played halfback for Jerusalem. It's a standard part of political Mm. dealings between nations. So I think, yeah, there might be a case of that let's keep an eye on people and see if we can arrest. But I also think the problem with that is a lot of people are going to go, yeah, I'm I'm not going to go and tour Russia. You know, you might have, you know, the latest hot rock act go, yeah. No. You know, Nicki Minaj, I don't know who's cool anymore. Uh, Lady <laughs> no, Gaga. you really don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Lady Gaga. You know, no, what was the one my son saw recently? Some guy at it, a rap-up. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. He went and saw Kendrick and then spilt sauce on his T-shirt and he's very angry little boy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Finny. Anyway, so the whole thing, you know, Kendrick Lamar might go, I'm not going to go to Moscow. I don't, think, I don't think Moscow's high on anyone's list, to be honest. Well, there's money there. Now, here's the thing with Victor. Mm. Because he's – one of the reasons I think they're very excited to have him back, beyond the arms trade. Now, he's going to have lost a lot of his contacts. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff's moved on now. The Taliban mm. have moved on. It's different people in control. He's probably got an inventory of weaponry that he'd yeah. have lying around, no doubt. But the other thing that's probably really important is he's probably got a lot of money that yeah. a lot of people 
own. Right? Yeah. He's probably got his – he knows where the bodies are buried. He knows where the money is buried. And um, I think that's probably why a lot of people are excited, particularly with all the sanctions that are going on. He's probably got access to funds that people in Russia need right now. Yeah, and I think it's an absolute win for someone like Brittany Griner, who was – literally serving hard, hard time yeah. for something that was innocuous. Yeah, and look, to be perfectly honest, it's not there's no sort of soft gulag over there. No. It's they don't do the sort of federal golf club kind of prison they have yeah. white collar crime in America. If you're in a gulag, you're, you, you, it's really bad news. And she wouldn't have blended in. She definitely stood out because, I mean, she's probably like, I think she was like seven foot tall. Seven foot. She's dark. Yeah. Like, she definitely would have stood out. So it would have been a really hard time for her though. There's a great photo of her in one of the articles of her on the plane mm. on the way to Abu Dhabi and it's just like a kid at Christmas. Yeah. Like, get me out. Here. I know. I'm like, to be honest, yeah, I wouldn't be travelling to Moscow anytime soon because it's like a not worth it. Throw him back. But it's definitely not something that governments take lightly doing no. prisoner exchanges. It's, it's a it's a big deal, mm. and, and for a country to turn around and go, look, we want that person. Yeah, like Paul Whelan. The problem with Paul Whelan is there's a background with the Marine. Like he's an ex-Marine, and I yeah. don't believe he left under good terms. No, he didn't, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. He did not leave under good terms. Yeah, he, he, I think he was court-martialed. He was court-martialed, but yeah. the other, I think, dishonorably discharged yeah. at least. But the other thing I think that's interesting about this is, I, I, again, I've I've been looking for it, and it's very again very hazy. Whether it was US government sanctioned espionage or it was him just on a tear. I think it might have just been him on a tear, which is kind of part of the reason why the US government isn't jumping over themselves. Exactly our problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, prisoner exchanges, that was kind of like the big thing at the end of the year. Yeah. Like that that, that was the big sort of thing. Now, I suppose we probably should sort of say a bit of Christmassy cheer to people and thanks and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Right. You know, just like uh, thanks to all of you for listening. It's been really good having you on board. If you okay. want to continue the conversation with us, you can have a Christmas, show us a photo of your tree at I Spy Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> awesome, um, awesome bad cargo awesome pants. T- yeah, okay. yeah. I'm such a sad little man. You are. You know what? I'm going to probably get a pair of cargo pants or boardies for Christmas. Yeah, but we definitely have more bite size coming up next year. Plenty coming up next year and then we're we're right back into it in yeah, February. Right we're going to get right back into the deep dig dark stuff. It's It's... 2023 is going to be a big year. It is. It, or 2022 proved to be big, and I think it's just going to get bigger and better from it's, here. There's so much going on. So lately. much to and discuss. And internationally, there's lots to cling on to. So, uh, yeah, see you next year. Okay, bye. bye.